Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Daily Grind. My name is Kelly Johnson, your fun and friendly host. We're in episode seven of season five, the very best one yet. What is up, the Daily Grinders? My name is Kelly, your host. As always, we have a new segment, a new feature that we're doing on social, and we want you to be a part of it. The Daily Grind, that's the name of our podcast. What does the Daily Grind mean to you? Our simple phrase, following a certain routine every morning to start your day or on a larger scale that shapes the outlook on your life. Submit yours on our direct link form, direct.me slash dailygrindpod. Or visit us on social at dailygrindpod and get featured. like to welcome the show Brian Wong. Brian is the co-founder of Greenwork Apparel, the parent company of multiple online fashion brands, including Norman's, which has recently launched in North America. Norman's is a Toronto-based online men's fashion brand that not only embeds sustainability practices in their value chain, is also a platform that uncovers intriguing stories of its ambassadors that strives to become a source of inspiration for everyone. So welcome to the show, Brian. Thank you very much. Yes, thanks for coming on to The Daily Grind. Our listeners are excited to learn more about your story. Dive into this industry, literally, and, uh, you know, go behind the scenes on what goes on day to day with you. So, yes, to, to start us off, maybe to, to pull the, the garment rack over here, we'll throw in some apparel puns if we can. Can we briefly, can you briefly introduce yourself and what you do on your Daily Grind? Sure. So, thanks for having me on this podcast. Uh, glad to be here. I am one of the co-founders of Norman's. Uh, like you mentioned, uh, it is a uh, online fashion brand that recently launched uh, in North America. Um, I this is some a a uh, side hustle that I do with uh, my co-founder. Uh, he's based out of China, uh, so day to day I do have my corporate job that I need to fill my responsibilities, and and then when my I, in my downtime, but but it's you know during weekdays or weekends. That's when I work on uh, this side hustle, this business. And so really every day uh, to answer questions, what it looks like is that we really, we both, both myself and my co-founder need to be very efficient with our time. So we certainly need to keep our corporate job as our, as our first priority. That's our commitment to uh, each of our companies that we work for. We have fully communicated that. Uh, and it will be something like I wake up, Go through all the emails or messages that I need to respond to uh, to get things going uh, for uh, for my for, for the company for Normans, uh, and then maybe during lunchtime uh, we will uh, you know see what what are the things that we need to go through. So for example, if I need to call my lawyers, or do I need to call my vendors, uh, or do I need to uh, communicate with our photographers, and then in the evening, uh, kind of after after the workday, similar things. Uh, sometimes it will be meetings with my with my co-founder. Uh, because of the time zone differences that we need to find the best time is usually later in the day for me or very early for him. to work around while we both keep up 
our full-time corporate job. So uh, it's, a, it's an interesting experience so far. Yeah, definitely. Just having that balance, uh, efficiency. You mentioned a lot of keywords in this intro so far. Uh, we're all about uh, daily grinders, about pursuing their passions, and also having that side hustle or you know outside of that nine to five grind, uh, being able to uh, continue to do and uh, you know make a difference in their respective industry. Uh, can you tell us maybe backstory on yourself? You know, where uh, how'd you get to where you are today? Um, tell tell us about your journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. So uh, I think this brand started like we had this idea back in like the peak of the pandemic so around like early 2021 uh i was uh, as i mentioned i work a corporate job so just like most people we work from home full time and the one thing that i realized is that there's no proper attire for people working from home to as i see on the screen right so you think about it uh it's either someone would be you know sitting at home but then they put on a full-blown suit and tie to look formal or it's likely something that you can tell is, uh, you know, pajamas or like, or like uh, some, something that is, may not be 100% appropriate for business. But obviously at the time, uh, it's acceptable because no one has expected the pandemic to hit so quick, right? Uh, so I was thinking that, okay, what if there's a brand that produce products that is, you know, perfectly for working from home and meaning that would feel comfortable because you want to feel comfortable working from home, uh, but also look presentable uh, in front of a camera. And so that's when the idea started. And my buddy, like we, we, we have been friends for a long, long time. So I think since we were like 14 years old, uh, back when we were in school in Hong Kong. And um, so he happened to be working in uh, the fashion industry uh, and has production plan and all of that in China. So I was like, okay, why don't we maybe test out a brand like this? So that's when we started that idea. And then throughout the throughout the ideation phase, we were like, okay, we don't want to be just another brand online. You know, like we want to, we need to find ways to differentiate because the truth is that there are a lot of online fashion brands these days, right? And and on top of that, you also have the established ones that have brick and mortar uh, presence, you know? And so to compete, we say, Okay, or not even to compete, just to stand out from that. We need to have some unique element to that. So sustainability is one of them um, that we figure a way to say that, okay, we know that there are, uh, you know, when factories in China, uh, they fulfill the orders that they need to, they usually uh, build in some buffer when it comes to materials that they use. So they usually order more or like purchase more uh, for particular order. And usually... uh, by default, those would become actually be a buffer, meaning they end up not being used. Uh, and eventually, if nobody used them, they go to the waste field and they are in tons, right? So we were like, okay, why don't we take those, what we call end of line material to make our products? Uh, and so that way, at least we are circulating materials that are, you know, usually would go into waste. So that's one way that we are practicing sustainability. The other way is that in our packaging, uh, we also use a not plastic bags, but it's what they call water soluble bags, meaning uh, they look like plastic bags, but if you actually uh, pour water on it, I think it's anywhere above 80 degrees Celsius, it will just dissolve. And, and it doesn't have any uh, you know, harmful uh, particles or materials uh, coming out. So it's another way of us trying to be as sustainable as, as we can, uh, even though we are just a startup. So that's one key theme that we have. Uh, The other one is that, okay, 
uh, with our ambassadors, we touched on it earlier, that uh, we, we tried to just uh, uncover uh, ambassador stories is because, of course, we all can get inspirations or inspired rather from celebrities, right? Like for example, uh, in the Asian community, we recently just saw, uh, you know, in the Oscars, right? Like uh, is well represented. And, and so yes, sure, we can draw inspirations from there, no doubt. And those are important. But if I think back to, uh, you know, my journey, you know, whatever I have today, uh, along the way is a lot of learning from just my peers, people I work with, people I saw on a daily basis. Uh, and they may, like most of them are not celebrities. Most of them are just people that I can relate to. And I think that's the point that we want to hone into is the relatability because uh, chances are uh, people that we come, uh, come across every day are people that we can, we have as more similarities than when we compare ourselves to celebrities. You know what I mean? And so, and usually there are actually a lot of inspirational stories behind it. It's just that they don't get told. Right. And so um, we identify our ambassadors and, you know, the ones that we think, Hey, uh, he has a, he or she, uh, well, in this case, he uh, has an interesting story to tell, whether it's about their career or about like a hobby that they do, or is it about like maybe some charity initiative that they have that they are supporting. Anything like that, we uh, make a profile of it, we make videos of it, uh, and at the same time, they're wearing our product. So hopefully, we are hoping that that way, um, our uh, consumers will be able to resonate with our brand by you know going through those stories because those are more relatable and the last thing i would say uh with our for now uh, with our brand is that and this is this this is not even like we didn't even th thought of it that way but once our brand launched like uh a, a few months ago uh one of our customers uh bought a bunch of our stuff uh and then he tried on and he said one day he's a tech executive and he said uh there's one day that he wore uh both the top and bottom our product he went into the office, met with a client, had a few meetings. In the during lunchtime, he went to the gym, worked out, then come back, and then had a few more meetings, and then called it a day. He said the entire time he did not have to change, because our product it's really meant for have, have multi-purpose. You look presentable from the outside, but inside is basically like uh, sweatpants or like a sweatshirt that you don't have to, you know, if you think of going to the gym. Well, uh, during the work day, I usually would bring a bag with me that is gym, my gym clothes and I need to change and all that. So our product were able to accomplish that. And so we were thinking that we are actually also helping simplify, uh, you know, people's day to day grind. OK, uh, uh, to to really uh, help them to be more efficient uh, and can really trust uh, what they're wearing and have that peace of mind. Yeah, really well said, Brian. Uh, really uh, great. To, uh, kudos to you and your team for what you've done so far and where you are today and where you're going to go, you know, in the outlook uh, future mindset ahead. Speaking of mindset, uh, talking as like an entrepreneur here, do you have like a key driving force that really um, fuels your grind to a, a sense, uh, you know, day to day? Yeah, um, I would say I would say two things. Uh, one is curiosity. Uh, you know, it's something I said every day. I mean, I'm fortunate that uh, I, I think uh, that through my corporate uh, life, I would, you know, I have enough to, you know, uh, live a live fairly comfortable, let's just say, right? And um, and so sometimes I ask myself, okay, why am I doing all of these on top of if I'm already 
you know, kind of comfortable. Why am I doing this? Why am I grinding? <laughs> Why am I uh, grinding myself sometimes? Like, you know, uh, uh, just to what, what, what am I trying to uh, accomplish? And it's really curiosity. Like, uh, I have never been an entrepreneur before this. And, um, and I always want to know, like, to myself, not to for anybody, but just to myself, what would it look like, uh, you know, when we run a business like this? Because um, uh, there are a lot of uniqueness in the model that we're working in right now. Uh, one, uh, from, from the start of the company, when we start incorporation all the way until this point, is fully remote. Me and my co-founder is fully remote. We never met in person since 2018 or 2019. And we started this company in 2021. So, so far, everything has been fully remote and we were able to get it off the ground, uh, you know, by working that way. And so my curiosity is, okay, what will it look like when we do this six more months, uh, when we run this and we make these adjustments? Uh, and ultimately, it's the curiosity of what would me, what would my result be? What is my report card going to look like? as a first-time entrepreneur doing it on the side, doing it fully remote. That honestly, like, I mean, yes, obviously we want to make profit. I'm not going to lie, right? Like, it, it's, the business is here to make profit and to be sustainable uh, and be, uh, you know, uh, successful. Um, but really, personally, I'm, I'm just curious, right? Uh, I do it the best that I can uh, by my own definition, but uh, I also want to know what, what would that look like? I don't know yet, right? So that's one thing. Uh, the other part, I think, is... Um, kind of, uh, I guess, a little bit of like proving out this model. I mean, like right now we're hearing a lot of, um, you know, chatters about, okay, now that we are out of the pandemic, I would say official, kind of right officially. Uh, is it better that we go back to the office? Is it better that we do hybrid? Is it better that we fully work from home, right? Companies are thinking about that. And this is talking about working, like as an employee. Uh, we, like I said, we get a business off the ground, start to launch, like, like kind of from scratch to launch, uh, fully remote. So how successful can we be? Can we actually be successful uh, in that model? Uh, and, and along the way, and I've told uh, in, in other shows before that we have great trust in, in each other. And so that's why this remote model works so far for us. And so now, again, uh, it's more like, okay, can I also prove it uh, that ultimately it is actually a successful business that you can do even though we are fully remote and like, uh, uh, you know, the, the time zone is completely opposite and all of that, um, can we actually make it work? So I think those are the two main things that kind of fuel me um, to, um, you know, to do this. Yeah, really well said, Brian. Again, uh, talking on the productivity aspect, but then being efficient in our own daily grind, respectively, uh, as an entrepreneur or someone with a side hustle or someone that's really looking to level up in their own respective career. Uh, can you touch on or do you have any advice for our, our entrepreneurs out there, uh, similar to like yourself that discovered, you know, to how you stay focused and productive in your day to day busy schedule or maybe something that you've learned along the way uh, throughout your journey? Uh, that you'd like to share on today's show with us? I think, I think, uh, I mean, I won't say uh, advice, but it's more like just, you know, what I came across every day, right? I mean, I'm still very much learning uh, in, 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 in a learning mode. Uh, but certainly, I think keeping an open mind uh, and, and that's kind of the, 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 another way to say it is that be ready for everything, you know, uh, uh, it's going to be unique, right? Uh, because I remember like when I was just doing, uh, having a corporate job, uh, I can easily find somebody that I can uh, reference to, 
or like uh, completely like kind of just get advice to because we we are on very similar path. You know what I mean? Uh, whether when I was in management consulting or even back in when I was in school, you have more peers that are doing similar things as I am. Uh, what I discover as I'm going through the journey is that not many people are going on the exact same journey that I'm going on with. And so um, there are not as many uh, people that I can like ask about and then kind of be uh, very certain about my next steps. Uh, and so what I'm trying to say is that I learned to embrace uh, the different things that come through. I learned to embrace that it's going to be unique. It's not going to be cookie cutter. Okay, step A, as so it's a step one, and then step two, and then step three. You don't know. It's like step question mark, and then step question mark, and then step question mark. Okay, <laughs> so we even need to go figure that out. And and but but by embrace that, like like, like embrace that that is going to be unique because that's in in a way that's ultimately why uh you know we will be successful uh for a unique reason because the path is very unique right like by definition of it uh the other part of it i would say um this is just for me uh it's and maybe i'm too optimistic sometimes but i almost look at uh this this is almost like the housing market right and again i'm not trying to be economic like, like i'm just trying to make a metaphor mm-hmm. um uh, you know, people always say that, hey, you know, right now prices is high for 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 a, a condo unit or like for for a townhouse, right? But almost most of the time, you the, if you draw like a chart, if you uh, if you plot the price point when you say it's expensive, and then you go ten and then ten years later, and then you plot the average price every year of that ten years, likely at that at that point when I say it, it's the lower one of the lower point. I won't say the lowest but likely is one of the lower points. My point is that I, I absolutely every day to, 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 to tell you that I ask myself, why am I doing this? Uh, I, I, or like I said, I already live pretty comfortable at least by my own definition. I don't have really too many worries. Um, so why am I doing this? Uh, is that because I have to believe if I give it up right now, 10 years from now, when I look back, I'm going to regret. Like this is likely... Like if again, if I do that, like whether you, do, you look at revenue or you want to look at just like overall success of the company, if you, again, if you're able to plot it or quantify it and say, okay, 2023, this is the the the, the point uh, of of success, and then 24, 25, 26. If I continue to do this, and then I look back, this is likely one of the lower points. Mm-hmm. And so, 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 so on the flip side, is that if I give it up right now, I am definitely going to regret it ten years from now, or five, or even five years from now. So I think. That's something that I kind of learned to embrace again, right? Uh, uh, to kind of like when you are, when I'm in the moment and usually in a lower, uh, uh, not not a, as enthusiastic, um, kind of look ahead. Uh, and maybe maybe I'm too naive to think that it's all bright and rainbows and lollipops, but it's just that uh, I have trust and faith in the work that we put in that eventually I think it's going to turn around. And this is likely one of the lower points usually uh, when we are feeling down. So that's that's how, you know, these are the things I learned along the way. And, you know, there are likely a lot more things I would learn. Definitely. Yeah, really well said. I love that you have the right mindset, Brian, and also sharing with today's audience, like super kudos to you, like I mentioned earlier. Uh, really great advice for us and just takeaways in, in regards to our day to day, what we need to do and, uh, to get there and the, the having that uh, you know long term outlook in a sense. Uh, speaking of success um, and just satisfying moments, uh, do you have uh, to date, uh, you know, most satisfying mo- moment or like biggest accomplishment? Uh, so far in in a business setting yeah it's funny uh i hear sometimes 
thought of it, and maybe this is another learning that I have, at least in my personal experience, right? Is that there's no a, uh, you know, when you play, like, like people who play sports, right? You have a defining moment is that when you win something, right? When you win a championship or when you, you know, win a medal or something like that. So it's very clear, like, it's easy to pinpoint, like, that's going to be your emotional high points. Or even if it's not the highest, it's one of the higher points. Uh, in, in what I do, uh, at least what I see is that I am very in the moment, like, kind of like, I, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. And then I have the habit, right or wrong, I just have that habit that uh, kind of almost learn not to, uh, you know, it, it can be a flaw, but I personally do not celebrate too much. And so you kind of just like going, 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 going. And then it's just like some random point that maybe it's a random conversation with somebody. Maybe it's my co-founder or maybe with somebody that you like say, hey, we actually did that. Like the whole, like, for example, the whole thing, it's remote. We didn't even realize that that we, when we, by the time we launched, this whole thing was fully remote. We actually did not meet anyone in person uh, to make it even more fun. Like we hired somebody to be our content creator out of Portugal. And again, we still haven't met him right in person. And so, so there's no, like, to your point that like, there's no, like a, a clear high points that, Oh, well, like, we made it. The, 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 that did not exist. It's more like we just keep going and going. And then uh, when we randomly would just happen to talk about looking back, like, Oh, we did that. Oh, we did that. Oh, we did that. Uh, and so, uh, I, and I feel like it's going to be that way as well, because we are, um, myself sometimes, uh, by default, it's kind of like, okay, what problem are we solving today? Or what, what, what do we need to get through today? So sometimes I'm, you know, maybe, again, maybe, maybe it's my fault, but it's, I very focused on solutioning something that, uh, I, uh, the celebration usually come in a random, uh, uh manner, uh, instead of like a very, uh, clear like when i watch the nba you know the champion is a big crown in mid-june so you know that's going to be a high point for somebody right? for for an athlete uh we we somehow do not have that so uh but but it's okay like i i do think like uh that's probably the nature of uh you know of uh daily grind you know by working working every day yeah, really well said. I think just uh, being able to make everyday count, you know, getting 1% better each and every day. You mentioned continuously learning, so important for our listeners to hear. And then also embracing that journey. Like you mentioned, you'll have those those ups and downs, but then uh, have that uh, vision ahead. Uh, and you provide really great uh, visuals for us in, in today's interview. Uh, speaking of the Daily Grind, Brian, that's the name of our podcast. What does the Daily Grind mean to you? Source of confidence. Because when I look like when I look back, like there are times that if I look back sometimes in my life, is that there are times that I got lucky, genuinely lucky. When I say that, it's because probably I did not do enough, but somehow things broke my way, right? And and then there are times that things actually, you know, uh, broke out the way that's supposed to. Meaning, if I did not do the work, I did not get any kind of result. And so uh, the daily grind is that whether whether it's good time trust the work right even for athletes they always say that hey why why do you keep like you know shooting threes why do you keep like trying to doing that well i trust the work that i put in same thing here right for me to have the confidence to go present my business idea to maybe potential investors or talk to customers about a product i need to put in the daily work and if i if i do, if i actually done that then i have the confidence now i may not be always be successful you know for whatever i'm pursuing but i have the confidence to go uh, you know, stand behind the stuff that I'm representing, that I'm presenting. So to me, uh, the day-to-day work 
it's uh, where what gives me the most amount of confidence uh, when I walk into any meetings or when I walk into any opportunities. Yes, really great definition. I have to add that to our tagline here. Uh, really well spoken. Uh, Brian, in closing, we, we talked about your daily schedule. Again, you have quite the grind um, as an entrepreneur and also, you know, making a making a splash in this market here. Uh, what's on your daily grind, you know, later this year, back half of 2023? Yeah, so uh, I think uh, right now, I, I think already, like after a few months, I'll be able to try to make some adjustments, uh, whether it's with our product pricing or like uh, with our the way that we're doing uh, social media. So I think, uh, uh, you know, in the next uh, kind of not the, I guess the next few quarters of 2023, uh, we will try to be more established uh, in the US market as well. So right now we uh, do a lot of our marketing in Canada, because uh, that's where we're based out of, but uh, we also go in, into the US. And so we'll have a lot more presence there. Uh, and we'll do more um, a campaign that is more targeted to the US market, because they're a bit different sometimes. Uh, and also, um, you know, when it comes to, you know, closer to the end of the year, uh, we will likely have a few more new products as well uh, that, that uh, we will try to experiment uh, with the market. So stay tuned on that. Uh, and uh, but yeah, if, uh, whenever you have a chance uh, and you feel like you need some new uh, uh, wardrobe, uh, feel free to check out uh, www.normansapparel.com. Wonderful. Yeah, we're excited. I prized the teaser on today's episode, so we'll have to virtually follow along and cheer you uh, from afar here uh, from the Daily Grind. Uh, Brian, story, very inspirational. Do you have a word of the day to motivate our listeners out there or even a quote, saying, mantra? Faith. Have faith, right? Like, have faith in the work that you put in. Like, did you, like likely, see, like, the thing is that, like, it's not that simple sometimes that, uh, also, sorry, I should say not that straightforward, that you go in, do one thing, and then you immediately get a result. You do something, you may get a result six months from now, six years from now, you never know. But have faith that it will always turn out well as long as you put in the work. So I would say faith. Yeah, really well said. I think that fits perfectly with today's, uh, your story, today's episode, what encompasses and what you're looking to do here out in the world. Uh, last but not least, Brian, if our listeners have questions, comments, want to get in touch with you, want to learn more about Normans, uh, remind us how, how, can we, how can we do so? Yeah, so uh, you can feel free to check out uh, www.normansapparel.com. Uh, but you, you can do it now, uh, even if you're in the U.S. or you're in Canada. Uh, so that's uh, that's a way that you can look at our products. Uh, also, uh, on that page, you will see all of our social media presence. So we have our IG, uh, TikTok, uh, YouTube, et cetera, et cetera, even LinkedIn. Uh, and, uh, and for our listener, I think uh, when this episode comes out, we will also have a specific discount code uh, for listener to this uh, to this podcast. So uh, just to show appreciation um, to uh, paying attention to us. Wonderful. We'll put where to find Brian in uh, Norman in today's show notes. As always, big thanks for tuning today's episode. A really, really big thank you for Brian for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Thanks for tuning in to the Daily Grind this week. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to follow us on Twitter or Instagram, we are at Daily Grind Pod. Please also remember to visit our website, www.kjfwi.org, and shop our merch. Wonderful. Until next time, my name is Kelly Johnson. Have a great day. This episode was produced by the Kelly Johnson Foundation with music composed by Connor Christian. 